Welcome back to Conservative Conversations. It's been a little while, and in today's episode, we're going to be talking about London Bridge has fallen, the student loan forgiveness, Russia, and the midterms. Everybody's talking about the midterms are coming up soon, so we're going to get right into it. But first, how you doing, Frank? Oh, I'm doing pretty well. Glad to have a day off to be able to rest a little bit and catch up. Right. It's, uh, so I'm ready to get back into it. And um, our first story, as I mentioned, the Queen of England has died recently, a couple weeks ago, since we last recorded. And uh, it's a pretty big deal to some people, not so much to others. Um, but it is a pretty big moment, especially... She was a queen for 70 years. That's a long time. Uh, a lot of people only ever knew her as the, you know, their queen. And uh, it will be quite a change for those in the United Kingdom. Yeah, definitely. I mean, that's a good point about how, you know, she was on the throne for 70 years. And for a lot of people, they're the only, she's the only monarch mm-hmm. they've ever known. So. Right. It's kind of interesting losing that piece of history, really. Right. That's what she was. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Sort of the link to the older generations, what the, the greatest generation. Right. You know? um, so in a way, it's sad. Yeah, but, definitely. But she couldn't live forever. Of course so. not. She was 96 years old at her passing, which is quite a long, long life. So now England has a king for the first time in a long time. Right. So... That'll be interesting to see how he reigns, uh, if there's any big differences between the two. Yeah, and it'll be interesting to see how long he'll reign, because he himself is like in his 70s, I believe. Yeah. Uh, King Charles III, I believe, his title. Sounds right to me. Yep. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not big on the Brit stuff. You know? Neither am I, but I did find it somewhat interesting, but I guess maybe it's not that interesting that he kept uh charles as his name because uh oftentimes they pick a different name right um but i guess it it fit he was already a charles and i guess he wanted to be the next charles so it just happened to work out for him well i just wonder how it'll go i've heard from different people that he's not that well liked over there so right um i don't get the sense that very many of them are well-liked, the ones that are left. <laughs> well, what's the point of a monarchy anymore anyway? Right. Don't know. We uh, we gave all that up, so. Oh, yeah. Anyway, and thank God. Right. I mean, that's one thing that makes George Washington so you know, special, because he could have made himself a king, basically, but... He chose not to because they didn't fight the war against the British just for him to become a king. Right. So it's uh, quite an interesting contrast, maybe. But then I guess with that, we'll move on to our next uh, big story that happened since last time we recorded. Uh, The president announced a program for people to have their... Uh, federal student loans forgiven up to either ten thousand or twenty thousand dollars. If you're an individual, 
making $125,000 a year or a couple uh, making $250,000 a year. That's pretty friggin' significant. Yeah, and they say it's, you know, to help poor people who can't make ends meet. But somebody who's earning, you know, three-figure, I mean, six-figure salary, if they're not able to pay back their student loans, that definitely sounds like a personal problem. Yeah, maybe they're, they've just chosen not to pay them or right. pay them down, sure. you know, slowly and keep the debt for whatever reason. Right. Um, but it is interesting, you know, on that point about, uh, a couple Mm -hmm. making $250,000. So that could be a single earner. Technically, you could have somebody who's like a doctor who's married and has a stay at home wife who Mm -hmm. doesn't bring in any income. He could be making $247,000 alone, just him. And he could still qualify to have his student loans forgiven. So that is sort of ridiculous to think about. Right. Um, I mean, a more reasonable cutoff would be like $50,000, maybe sixty at the most, because that's about the average, or the, maybe not the average, or the mean, median salary of the country, something, one of those two. Yeah. So that would have been a more, you know, more reasonable limit. I think you could even kick it down lower. You know, as you and I said in a private conversation, right. I don't see, you could go as low as thirty grand. I mean... Right. <clears throat> and you still help out a significant number of people who aren't, you know, making a bunch of money each year, having their loans forgiven when they can certainly pay for them if they were to choose to. Right. But uh, I don't, uh, I haven't heard too many people talk about it, especially since it's about a month old or so story by now, but. Uh, it's definitely uh, something that's going to have a big impact. Well, and I think there there's still going to be a big fight about it, too. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's really worked itself out because um, the Department of Education still doesn't have anything up on their website. There's still nothing right. for you to fill out, no form to submit, no... Uh, I mean, they say they hope to have everything pushed out by the end of this year. But there's been no movement on it in a month. There's right. been no updates. There's, um, So it's interesting. And, of course, you know, they're still doing this under the guise of the pandemic. Right. So yeah. they're using COVID funds, supposedly, to do this. And uh, it's just for whatever year, maybe tax year 2019 or 2020, I want to say. Um, so it's just if you would have qualified in that year. Um, you get it. So it's not something like, you know, people who just acquired debt this year are going to be, have that debt forgiven. No, it's just for whatever existed at the time of the pandemic. So I think that's kind of weird how they work that out too. Um, you know, cause it's going to leave a lot of people not getting this money in a way. I mean, what if that was a good year for you? You know, and you uh-huh. made $126,000. Well, no student loan. I mean, today you could be making nothing. You could be completely unemployed, uh, right. broke as a joke. But because in that year you made high income, well, sorry, no student loan forgiveness for you. Right. Plus the other thing, you know, I've had some time to think about this. 
And they have two different categories, as you said. If if you received a Pell Grant, mm-hmm. they'll forgive up to $20,000. Yeah, a lot of people got those. If you did not receive a Pell Grant, they'll forgive up to $10,000. Well, that to me seems almost backwards because if you got the Pell Grant, that's like free government money. Yeah, it's a grant. It wasn't a loan. So they were already giving you free government money to help you get through school. And now, because they gave you free government money, they're, they're going to give you more free government money. Uh-huh. And if you didn't get the Pell Grant free government money, they're going to give you less. Right. I mean, doesn't that almost seem backwards? Yeah, definitely. So, I don't know. There's some real head-scratcher things here with this. Um and it still has yet to be seen if it's even going to come to fruition. So. Right. Yeah. Um, uh, from my understanding, it's uh, even when they figure it out, it's supposed to still be like volunteering. You have to go like submit your your claim, if you will. Well, yeah, and that's why I pointed that out, that um, the Department of Ed doesn't have anything yeah. ready. They don't have anything lined up. There's right. nothing. Now, they say hopefully by December 31st, but we know how governments, how these groups do this. I mean, if you remember back to the Affordable Care Act mm-hmm. when they launched healthcare.gov. Oh, yeah, that terrible website. I mean, it was like more than a hundred days since the time they launched that website until it actually worked properly. They kept having issues with it over and over and over and over again. Um, Right. So, I mean, even if they get the forms out, I don't know, the website might crash. There might be so many people trying to access the forms and submit the forms. I mean, who knows what problems will come out of this really? Yeah. uh, It's, uh, I wouldn't be surprised, and hopefully we don't. We might have to rearrange our order here, but I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, the midterms coming to pass and the Republicans gain more seats and they even get the majority of one of the houses, and then the Democrats get to say, "Oh, they're they're obstructing us. We're not going to be able to do this." Those awful Republicans don't want to help with student loans. It's interesting, right? It's an interesting thought. I think it is. It's, uh, I mean, it's sort of in their playbook. They do stuff like oh, that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, it would often. be. We gave you student loan forgiveness. The Republicans took it away. Right. Yeah. When they never did anything, they just said they were going to do it. Right. Idiots. <laughs> yeah, so it's, uh, it's interesting. It's a big, big problem. I think big problem in a lot of ways will... Well, yeah, and one we didn't mention, we'll just touch on briefly, but there's a question of whether or not it'll come in as taxable income. And they say, Mm. I mean, obviously it wouldn't be on the federal level, but the states, the individual state you live in might choose to tax that as income, as Mm. if you were just gifted $20,000. Right. So, I mean, that could have some big implications for people. I mean, sure, your student loans are forgiven, but then... I got a big tax bill. Yeah, what's... It's $20,000, you know, at your income tax bracket. Uh, I mean, let's just say it's 10%. Now you owe $2,000 to the state of Ohio. Uh Where are you going to come up with that money? Right. You're going to have to take a loan to pay your tax bill? (laughs) (laughs) Right. Well, yeah, it's, I mean, I think it has a lot of different implications. Several people I'm sure have talked about how 
it's going to affect colleges and it's likely going to, you know, help them increase their tuition if they expect that the government's just going to keep forgiving these people loans so the schools can just charge more and more, building these million-dollar, you know, recreational centers that, you know, aren't even necessary. You're supposed to go to school to learn. These aren't, you know, re- retreats. They treat them like getaways. Yeah. You know, and then it'll have a effect on the economy itself. Uh, people think it'll have a greater impact on the inflation rate, which you I know, think makes sense. I- I'm kind of glad you brought that up because it reminds me, there's one other point in this that... I actually felt like was really positive. Um, there's some language. If you actually read what was put out on both, uh, and the links will be provided, but uh, you can actually listen to Biden's speech about this proposal. Uh, there was text put out from the White House. And then, of course, you can go on the Department of Education's website, and they have some text about this proposal as well. So you could look through that. And one of the points that I found was there's some language in there that says, the Department of Education has already taken significant steps to strengthen accountability so that students are not left with mountains of debt with little payoff. The agency has reestablished the enforcement unit of the Office of Federal Student Aid, and it is holding a creditor's feet to the fire. The agency will also propose a rule to hold career programs accountable for leaving their graduates with mountains of debt that they cannot repay. And so sort of my thinking is, um, you know, if this was actually used effectively, I mean, that could maybe be good, you know, instead of, um, well, like the way I put it is if they actually track the data and show, you know, that people who study lesbian dance theory or whatever Ben Shapiro's famous example always is, um, whatever, you know, feminist literature mm-hmm. or underwater basket weaving that was another famous trope um you could actually look and see you know if you get a uh, an undergrad degree in in basket weaving how much does that really pay you know and what what percentage of people actually get hired into a workforce once they leave college you know and if the department of education were actually tracking this and saying well you know, people who get a degree in feminist poetry don't get hired anywhere, you know? And they have, what, it cost them $40,000 to get this degree, and they're not making any money. Mm-hmm. Well, then, surely, the Department of Ed wouldn't be funding such programs anymore. They'd have to say, well, sorry, we understand you want to study feminist dance theory, but... There's no reward for doing so, so we're not going to pay for it. You see what I'm saying? And I think that might curtail some of these lefty, looney tune, liberal programs in the colleges anyway. I mean, why would if people had to pay for these things out of their own pocket, surely there wouldn't be so many liberal looney tune programs that you could get. You see what I mean? Yeah. Um Definitely seems like it could be put to good use. Uh, I don't see it happening in this administration. Oh, me either. And that's in my notes. But the tool, it's like putting the tool back in the toolbox, though. Yeah, uh, I I think it could, like I said, it could be 
used. Because uh, either way, maybe even if they stop the funding at the student level or the college level for you know, pointless degrees, right? Maybe it, you know, it makes sense they would sort of correct them, but. One to me, I mean, it's like I put it to you in a mm-hmm. private conversation, but how many studies do you need to do to prove that somebody with a degree in accounting is going to do better than somebody with a degree in right. uh, feminist poetry? Right. Well, that's mm-hmm. like um, you know, private lenders, uh, uh, student loan lenders, they, I bet you'd have a hard time finding one that approves loans for people that want to study that kind of stuff. So that type of, you know, discrimination, if you will use that term here. Sure, it's works. proper. Yeah. Yeah. It works because private lenders aren't going to loan people, you know, $50,000 to go study a degree that's not going to get them any kind of return. Right. So I definitely think it could work. It just has to be uh, done correctly and implemented, right? Yep. I think it'd be great. You know, it's like, okay, so you say you want to study this, and we get that. We get Mm -hmm. that. But look at these numbers. Have you thought about accounting? Right. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that could be really good for people. Yeah. I mean, there definitely needs to be some sort of reform to the Mm -hmm. higher education program. Yeah, absolutely. So we'll keep tracking that. Right. Um just to put it out there, I will benefit from this. So I'm going to stay on top of it because uh, I know. would benefit from it if I take advantage of it. But until I found out it was going to be voluntary, you know, because I was under the, under the impression they might just do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I almost rushed down and paid off what student loans I have left so the government wouldn't do it for me. But when I heard it's uh, voluntary, I thought, thought that was a lot better yeah and folks if you want to chime in on what we're talking about so far the queen on student loans or what we're going to be talking about up next you can follow us on twitter at contempt conserve you can email us email address is in the show notes and also check out our website and with that we'll move on to our next subject which i believe is russia 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 Of course. Yep. Russia. Yeah, they've been uh, amping up their uh, moves, I guess, lately, because recently the Ukrainian uh, army or military had been fighting back the Russians pretty good. And now uh, it seems like I've heard reports that Putin's trying to round up like 300,000 more soldiers. Yep. Something like that. Well, and I just saw this morning um, that there's now a big mass exodus from Mm -hmm. Russia because all these young men who are terrified that they're going to be drafted Mm -hmm. are trying to flee, flee into, you know, some of the neighboring states like Croatia and and, uh, whatever else is around there. My geography is not my strongest subject, but... um, Yeah, I think I even saw... uh headline of an article the other day saying they were stopping flights out of Russia. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, because if that's really his goal is to draft these men, mm-hmm. uh, can't just let them out. 
right? <laughs> no way. You better <laughs> shut down the border. <laughs> right. So um, anyway, that's interesting. But I've also heard a couple of times. I think I only sent you the one link mm-hmm. to put in the show notes. But um, I've heard a couple of times that he's been talking nuclear. He's been threatening uh-huh. nukes uh, quite a bit, amping that up quite a bit. Yeah, um, uh, I think I just heard this morning that he originally uh, talked about it way back, not long after the uh, conflict started back in February, and now he's talking about it again since he seems to be uh, flailing in his attempts to take over the Ukraine or whatever he's trying to do. Yeah, and I think one of the videos that I sent you to put in the show notes is our um, secretary, what of interior? What Kirby, John Kirby? Oh, yeah. I can't remember what he is right now, but he was out um, and he did a press release, uh, basically talking back to the Russians and saying that if they make any kind of nuclear move, that mm-hmm. they will be met. Sort of like what Trump said, you know, like with fire and fury kind of thing, or right. that there will be um, devastating consequences, some, something along those lines. Uh, you could go and watch right. the video yourself, but, you know, it's just sort of scary, even even though I don't believe that this is going to happen. I don't think right. it's going to heat up. We're going to end up having nuclear war. I don't think the people of Russia would put up with it. No, you know? I don't think so either. But just to hear the United States and Russia doing this sort of you nuke us, we'll nuke you, mm-hmm. we'll nuke each other kind of talk again right. is sort of scary. It's like Cold War 2.0. Yeah, it's like it never ended in a right. way. Yeah, Like we're right back in it again. Right. Um, and then meanwhile, you still have... You know, China trying to make nice with Russia. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, a lot of people believe that even though Russia is the most, you know, active adversary of ours right now, China's the most important one to keep an eye on. They're like a sleeping giant yeah. or sleeping tiger or whatever. I don't know. Right. Um, but, yeah, I mean, we've said it before here on this channel. I really believe that China is the real threat to America, not Russia. I right. think it's a lot of political theater and stuff. But right. But another thing on the back of this um, is that there's a story out that North Korea is mm. once again yep. testing and firing off missiles. Right. Uh, we sort of talked about this earlier this year. They were launching missiles right around January, February, February. February, goodness gracious. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's no surprise. Um, it's not a surprise at all. As soon as I saw the story, yeah. I said, oh, great. I said, it's like Obama's in office again. Right, yep. <clears throat> yeah, because you didn't see the the amount of this activity from them so much when Trump was in office. No. So he went over there and uh Yeah, we made pretty made good nice with, with everybody. That's right. <laughs> But I mean, then, then in, uh, you put a Democrat in charge, and the world goes to hell. How I mean, do you like that? Well, it, I mean, I both you know Trump made nice, and I think the Democrats are making nice, but in a different way. Like Trump went over there, and he was 
nice about being, you know, aggressive and kind of maybe one of the uh, offensive or defensive, I don't know which one's proper. But with the Democrats, they're making nice by tolerating it and... Appeasing. Yeah, and appeasing. Uh-huh. Yep. It's the way it always is. Right. Here, we'll give you $92 billion if you stop. Please stop. <laughs> and we'll fly in pallets of cash, uh-huh. Iran. Uh, it's terrible. Yeah, it is. It's and well, we talk- ought to be able to see. I'm sure the people of this channel can see it for what it is. Oh, but yeah. I don't see why more people don't. Like why anybody would vote for a Democrat in this mm-hmm. cycle is beyond me. I don't understand it. Right. Uh, I feel like that's a pretty good lead right into our topic on the midterms. Yep. Um, you know, I saw a couple things recently. The Fox had their power rankings out. Uh, I forget what all they determined. I forgot to grab the link to look over it. But it, from my understanding, it basically still shows uh, the House. I mean, yeah, the House, the Republicans are going to take back the House, but maybe with a smaller, smaller. majority than they yeah. would have had. And the chances of getting the Senate still aren't that great, but better than they were. Which, if I had to pick the two, I, I'd rather we take the House back because that's the power of the purse. That's right. Well, yeah. and and they do get to have all those show trials, which, <laughs> I mean, sometimes some good comes out of that. Yeah, occasionally. I mean, when they're appropriate, yeah. I guess. But uh, also, uh, sort of related with the midterms, we'll get to our predictions here in a moment. Uh, I saw that uh, Liz Cheney said that if, Donald Trump runs in 2024, she's going to leave the Republican Party. And uh, I say good riddance, Liz Cheney. I thought she already did leave the Republican (laughs) Party. Might as well have. I mean... She's not a Republican anyway. Right. Well, I get that, you know, I've heard plenty of people say that there were a lot of issues that she would vote... uh, With Trump on. With Trump on, but... Ever since the January 6th, she's gone down the hole. She's flushed herself down the turd drain. Yep. And she's not popular with anybody in the, the party anymore, I don't feel like. The Trump haters? Well, yeah, yeah. Them, like the, the Lincoln Project people. Right. But see, that's what I think so funny is if she switches her party affiliation, which, you know, who cares? Right. But... I still don't think it's going to get her any more votes. No. Just like when she was, you know, she just got primaried and mm-hmm. lost. Um, <clears throat> well, she was trying, she put out these ads telling Democrats how to switch their party affiliation uh-huh. to vote for her as yeah. a Republican. <laughs> so now she's going to do the opposite because I don't know. I guess there weren't enough Democrats in Utah. Utah. <laughs> To elect her. No. So now she's going to... How's that going to help her? She's going to switch to Democrat. Won't she still have the same problem? Right. Who's going to vote for her? Is she also going to move? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, good yeah, luck, just, Liz Cheney. Right. It's just silly. She's dumber than... 
I don't know. Something that's dumb. <laughs> well, um, but with the midterms, uh, I feel like I already just said it when we were starting to talk about it, that. Mm-hmm. I think we'll take back the house. I think that'll be good. I think we will. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, on that, Pelosi's been out because she's trying to whip up mm-hmm. interest and and she's trying to say, you know, that if the conservatives take back power, we're going to ruin the country and all this stuff. And and uh, she put out, mm-hmm. she, she was being inter- interviewed by Stephanopoulos and she did this. I mean, it's the most gimmicky thing I've ever seen in my life where they're out on a brisk morning walk to show how active she is and how <laughs> healthy and, and whatever. Well, she looks like she's completely winded, okay, which is funny because she's a windbag anyway, but uh-huh. she's out there hoofing around in her high heels trying to talk to Stephanopoulos. <sighs> And she's trying to talk about how bad the conservatives are and all uh-huh. these things. We we can't even govern. And I don't think it was very effective. I think it's one of the funniest ads I've ever seen in my life. And I don't know who it's going to appeal to. Because you have to imagine, uh-huh. most of the liberal loonies are young. They're right. younger people. They don't like her. They don't like her. The AOC types don't like her. Yeah, and she looks terrible in that ad uh-huh. i don't think it's doing for her what what she thinks it's doing she's right. so active and spry <laughs> yeah <laughs> right oh man i think they're losing bad and i think that's a sign you mm-hmm. know that she's got to get out there and show how fit they are right <laughs> <laughs> what a joke yes uh i definitely think this is gonna be her last time as speaker of the house Oh, yeah. I can't imagine we'll see her there anymore. Well, everything's eventual, and she has sat there way too long. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Well, speaking of which, I didn't really have this necessarily planned, but it kind of works. When I was perusing some headlines, um, I saw a couple headlines talking about how Mitch McConnell was... Did I say that? Mitch McConnell. 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 (laughs) <laughs> Mitch McConnell was uh, praising um, uh, what's her face from Arizona. Uh, yeah, Jill, uh, Kristen. Uh, yeah, what's her name? I can't. Recall. I would say Gillibrand, but that's I not did one too. From that's New York. who I was thinking of whenever I first saw the article. Oh, hang on a minute. They always talk about cinema. Senator Manchin. Yeah, and yeah, Kirsten Cinema. How she? I think she gave like a speech at uh, uh, Kentucky University or something like that. Okay. And one of the the headlines had quoted um, McConnell as saying she's a deal maker and one of the uh, most productive in her first term or something like that. And it kind of got me thinking. I feel like I've heard recently a couple people talking about how. It's about time Mitch McConnell not be the majority leader anymore if the Republicans take the the Senate back. So I wonder if that could be a hint that he might try to nominate her as uh, the majority leader. Uh, Just speculating. I don't think she'd be a bad pick, uh, but definitely probably not who I'm first pick. 
Yeah, Kirsten Cinema. Oh, she's a Democrat, though. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> never mind. I forgot that she was a Democrat because she's been on our side so much recently. Well, I mean, in a way, she's just fair-minded, right. I, I guess. I don't know. but Well, I guess that uh, speculation went down the hole because I completely forgot what party she was in. <laughs> I'm like, what? Uh, He's going to have a Democrat take over. Yeah, well, oh, never mind. I probably might just cut that whole segment out. Why not? We'll it's see. funny. It's, yeah. It works. Well, I think saying McConnell <laughs> is pretty funny, so I'll probably leave it in. Yeah, just leave it in. <laughs> These are just conservative conversations. Yeah, we anyway. will have our conversation. That's, That's right. what's going on. Yeah. But, well, I mean, I mean we've that, got would be something. that would be something if he did that, but obviously it wouldn't work because she's a different party. Well, I will agree with you. I think it's time for him. I think right. it's time for most of them to get flushed yeah. out of there, for goodness sakes. I mean, they're shameless. Yeah. So Even old. if they're good people, mm-hmm. they're shameless. So it's, it's like I was ta- telling you last night. Now, this is sort of really going off topic, but Jerry Nadler's head of a committee right now, yeah. I, I think probably the judiciary, I would imagine, Oh, sounds about right. On the house side. We're talking mm-hmm. on the house side. Right. But I was just watching him a clip of him last night and you know, he has these aides that sit there and hand him papers. He reads off the papers uh, blindly. They whisper stuff into his ear. He repeats what they say blindly. Mm-hmm. I just think that's terrible because you serve all this time. You give all this time and you're finally put as the head of a committee, mm-hmm. and your right. aides do everything for you, like right on TV, you can hear his aides uh-huh. talking into his ear. Don't say, say this. And he repeats it uh-huh. verbatim, what they just said. So why don't they just talk into the microphone? Like, what's the point of being uh-huh. the head of the committee then if, if it's all being run by your aides or whatever? So anyway, my only point is just, it's absolutely shameless. Like, why serve all that time? Mm-hmm. Why get to be the head of a committee if you're not even going to run it? Right. Yeah. I mean, these people are so old and decrepit. Their their brains don't work half the time. They don't know what they're talking about. That, You know, it's like when they, um, there was a, a hearing they had where Toomey was uh, talking to one of the heads of Twitter or whatever, and he's like, what is a Twitter anyway? Oh my gosh. You know, and it's uh-huh. like, oh my gosh, these people, they're just terrible, right. most of them. <clears throat> well, I feel like, I mean, it might take the next couple of years, but I think slowly the old guard is being changed out. Because I don't know of too many, like, old people that are running for the midterms. I mean, I feel like Dr. Oz is maybe in his 50s, early 60s, something like that, but I don't really know too many 70-plus-year-olds. Except for, I don't know if you've seen this, that uh, like Grandma in uh, Idaho or somewhere out there who made that little rap song. I'm the rapping sure. Granny. No. I'll, uh, I'll have to look that up. Yeah, it was on Gutfell. I saw him uh, talk about it. Hmm. But I think she's the only, oldest person I know of who's out running for office this midterm. So I think it's slowly happening, uh, the younger... Well, Pelosi, isn't she running? She's up for election this cycle, isn't she? Uh, I don't know if she's running now or she's you know in 
the middle of her term. Well, I guess her. If 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 she is running for her office again right now, then I guess her and that's about all I can think of. But yeah. anyway, my main point is I think it's slowly happening. Uh, we're starting to get younger generations of conservatives in there. I feel like the the Democrats got a little bit a little bit more than we do because they got the squad. What? Who's our squad? Well, there's some of Josh Hawley and um, what's his, Matt Gates and uh, they're younger people. Right. Um, I definitely know them, but we need more of them, and I think it's going to happen. Yeah, it's a matter of time. Right. I mean, definitely, definitely. So, do we do any real predicting? Oh, yeah, we'll take the House. We might take the Senate. I mean, that's sort of the official read on it too, right. but. Um, well, uh, I'm not as familiar with the people running for the House, but for the Senate, um, I think J.D. Vance has a pretty good shot here in Ohio. Oh, yeah. Uh, I think it was sort of a toss-up with Dr. Oz and the, uh, Democrat in Pennsylvania, but, uh, I think Dr. Oz might actually get it i think he's gonna win it too because that other guy i also can't think of his name but he suffered some kind of a stroke Uh and he can't really talk oh fetterman that's it yeah but now he's calling himself fetter woman (laughs) have you seen that yeah fetter woman uh Uh, but anyway he's had some kind of a stroke you know and god bless him and all that and heaven forbid and you know we don't wish any ill on him but the guy can't talk now. No. He doesn't want to debate Dr. Oz. He's mm. basically shown himself to be a liar because right. he's out there saying, oh, yeah, we'll debate Dr. Oz. We're not afraid of debating Dr. Uh-huh. Oz, but then he won't do it. Right. They're, they're not going to hold a debate until after early voting has already happened. Mm-hmm. So I, I sort of think people are going to see through that. Right. And... Uh... I think Herschel Walker, I don't really know too much about him, other than he used to be like a big famous football player down in Georgia. Uh, I think he might beat that Raphael. Oh, uh, Raf- Warnock. Warnock, yeah. Ugh. I don't know how He's he awful. got elected. Hopefully, but. yeah. <laughs> I think if people have a brain in their head, that Warnock guy will be out. Right, yeah. Gosh. <clears throat> so I think uh, I think there's a good chance that we'll, we'll at least hold our half and half split in the senate well we need to break it right definitely. i hope to god that we do oh yeah at least one because then That's kamala can just sit there yep and not hold any sway anymore yep. right. and that's what we need we need her out of you know being able to break the tie right and plus i'd like to make one last little sure. point on it in my opinion biden through whatever inefficiencies, through his own, through the inefficiencies of the Congress, whatever. He's practically a lame duck anyway. Oh, yeah. I feel like we've talked about this before. Yes, we have. But still, since Mm -hmm. we last talked about how much of a lame duck he is, he's he's moved a few things through, though. They they did the student loan thing. Even though Pelosi herself said that it's Mm -hmm. illegal, they just did it sort of through executive order or, mm-hmm. or whatever, through the Department of Education. But... Um, this Inflation Reduction Act. Yes. The, uh, the, the misnomer. Up. Right. Yeah. Um, they got that through. 
Um, I mean, so every so often they still get some little things through that the Democrats like. Yeah, that the Democrats like and that we don't like and aren't really good for the country. That right. that IRA is just a spending bill, basically a four hundred billion dollars spending package. Mm-hmm. Has nothing to do with what it says in the name, right. yep. reducing inflation. Um, so anyway, my point is he's practically a lame duck anyway. Mm-hmm. I'd like to see him actually lamed. Right. So he can't do anything he wants to do, and he right. just has to sit there. Just like I was saying with Kamala. Mm-hmm. She can sit there in the Senate. She can be the president pro temp. Uh-huh. No problem. Sit up there, look pretty. <laughs> but nobody wants to hear you. Nothing. Right. You're not going to break any votes. No. You might as well not be there. that's what i'd like to see with our president too is we can just start ignoring him outright because he might as well not be there he can't get anything done treat the rest of your administration the way you treat the southern border yeah that's right just let it (laughs) like it doesn't exist that's right (laughs) that's right that's another story we'll probably have to talk about yeah i've i've got a big piece on that um you know that guy I I like mm-hmm. just put out a big piece on that, uh, and he basically does a good job of shaming Kamala Harris because you know she's supposed to be border czar yeah. or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's that's a pretty big story. Yep. So folks, if you want to hear that conversation about the southern border and these fine Republican governors shipping these illegal immigrants around to these oh, sanctuary yeah. cities. What a genius move. Right. You'll have to tune in next time to hear that conversation. And with that, I think we're going to wrap this one up because we pretty much got all of our uh, topics. And I That's think right. And if we forgot anything, feel free to sure. write in, let us know, give That's us your right. opinion. Um, check out some of our other offerings, our other channel, the Wiki Wacky Radio Show. That's right. Available anywhere you listen to this podcast. Yep, Apple, Spotify, and many other major platforms. You can also find our episodes on YouTube, both shows. And once again, be sure to follow us on Twitter at ContempConserve and email us. Email address is in the show notes. And as always, folks, thanks for listening.